Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, Brad, what have you done now? next gentleman was born into this world as Alvin Antonio Burke Jr. Changed his name, Wikipedia, <laughs> changed his name to Hassan Hamid Assad only to shorten it to Montel Vontavious Porter. Uh, please welcome from the north side, my friend, Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP. Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat. We got, uh, um, Shelton Benjamin, the gold standard. I mean, it's truly a who's who of who? <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Uh, Everybody remembers, you know, Bruce and and Stevie and uh, and Shelton, Shelton, and everybody. Of course, everybody remembers Shelton. Um, <laughs> actually, it's not true. Contrary to popular belief, this whole time Shelton Benjamin has never stopped wrestling. He just works How under a different everybody? name now. He works under the name Kofi Kingston. <laughs> and that's no booty, right, Shelton? <laughs> Uh, by the way, nice of RVD to send in a video instead of showing up. Guess we need to start calling him the whole effing no-show. Seriously, RVD wanted to be here tonight, but he's at home taking part in a different kind of roast. Uh, now, really, RVD is so fucked up right now, he's just five-star frog splash his cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? And you saw that video. RVD is so fucked up right now, you could sell him Cheerios and tell him that they're donut seeds and he would buy them. <laughs> RVD is so fucked up right now, he doesn't know if we're roasting Booker T or Mr. T. He has no clue. He don't know. <laughs> uh, speaking of videos, it was nice to hear from Chris Jericho. Because God knows we don't hear from him enough. I mean, think about it. Dude's a top guy on Raw the front man of a touring metal band, and living proof that you can start your own podcast without kissing Conrad Thompson's ass or Court Bowers. Right, Bruce? <laughs> I, I hope you're taking notes, Bruce, because I am. Uh, but my man, Bruce Pritchard, every Thanksgiving since I moved to Houston, I've been a guest at the Pritchard's home for Thanksgiving. So I love Bruce Pritchard. Really, Sheldon, because he called me this afternoon and said, man, I just found out I'm supposed to be roasting. I got nothing. I don't know. And i like, well, yeah, I got comedian friends to write my shit for me, so I'm, I'm all right. He goes, 
I have no idea what I'm going to do. Shelton, if you had done at WWE what you just did on the stage, you'd be a world champion. <laughs> Speaking of never being on TV, everybody, let's, uh, let's give it up for Brad Gilmore, ladies and gentlemen. Never being on TV. Now, there's another Bruce in the house tonight I want to talk about. Let's give it up for my man, the comedy legend, Bruce. Bruce. You look good, brother. Actually, you look like Slick if he got stung by a thousand bees. Uh, no, honestly, I, I, ain't, I, I ain't come here for Bruce Bruce. I ain't, come, I ain't coming at my man, especially since by the looks of things, diabetes already did it. <laughs> it's a roast, man. Damn. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm having a good time. Thanks for bringing me out. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Ange Goldstein, a very good friend of mine, wrote most of my material. So I'm gonna go ahead and drop this one on you, care of Ange Goldstein. Seriously, the last time Bruce Bruce saw his dick, Shelton Benjamin was still on Raw. <laughs> but one thing about Bruce Bruce, he is always a sharp-dressed man. I mean, you look at the suits he wears, it looks as if somebody took Teddy Long's entire closet and sewed it together. Every time Bruce Bruce sits down to take a shit, Mark Henry's entrance music comes on. <laughs> Now, before we get to Booker, we have to talk about his big brother, Stevie Ray, and, you know, his longtime tag team partner. For Book's entire life, you've had his back. Well, except for that one time, Book called Hogan a nigga on live TV. Because y'all wonder where, Book, where Booker got that, tell me you did not just say that. That's the look Stevie Ray had on his face when Booker T said. <laughs> but, you know, it's... It, it, it's a are you guys familiar with the term rib in our business? You know, it's a, a practical joke is a rib and it, it's a rib that book gets caught on, on, on tape and he, for eternity saying nigga and he gets heat for it for the rest of his life. He can't go anywhere without somebody saying something to him about we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hulk Hogan does the same thing and gets 30 million dollars. Now, y'all explain that to me. I that don't you know, that's called white privilege, dog. That's what that is. <laughs> and speaking of privilege, it is my sincere honor tonight to honor my friend and mentor, Booker T. Uh, <laughs> but despite all that, Book has had an amazing career. As we all know, you're the five-time, five-time, five-time WCW World Champion. What an amazing achievement to brag about. It's like if I went around bragging about being the five-time, five-time, five-time Florida Department of Corrections Inmate of the Month. <laughs> Seriously, there's no shame in being the world champion of a go-nowhere, corrupt, sinking ship of a wrestling company like WCW. At least that's what I used to tell myself when I worked at TNA. You know. <laughs> A lot of black wrestlers owe Booker T a debt of gratitude. 
I mean, really, without Booker T's signature spin a Rooney dance, there'd be no whatever the fuck that shit is our truth does when he comes to the ring. <laughs> Seriously, Book, you make our truth look like Justin Bieber, dog. <laughs> but I remember you best as King Booker. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, I, no, I just want to say my very first dark match for WWE took place in Orlando, Florida and I, I wrestled Norman Smiley and Norman Smiley took me to the side and introduced me to Booker and we had a, a quick chat and needless to say you know, I, I was nervous because man, this is Booker T and this is my dude Norman Smiley and Booker's dropping knowledge on me you know? and that day I'm just a, a young up and coming guy, a friend of Norman's Booker T gave me his telephone number so man, if you ever got any questions, you need any advice, hit me up, dog. I, I got your back, man. You know, which blew my mind. And then, you know, at that time, I didn't know Booker's history. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with my history, you know, I spent a number of years in prison in Florida when I was a teenager, made some bad decisions, and I found that out about Booker. And uh, I mean, I had his number, but you know, I never thought, well, let me call Booker T up and shoot the shit. Hey, dog, what's going on? You know, like, and. At the time, I was, you know, trying to get into WWE, and somebody mentioned to me that my criminal background might be a problem, and I found out about Booker T's history. So it had to have been no less than a year later, and I called him up, and he remembered who I was, and he took the time. You probably don't even remember this, but I know you don't remember this. But <laughs> you can't remember what you had for breakfast. <laughs> Um, the, uh, and he took the better part of 30, 45 minutes to, to talk to me about, you know, his experiences and, and how, you know, how his career went and how, uh, being a convicted felon didn't stop him from getting hired and didn't stop him from going to Japan and all the things that I wanted to do as a convicted felon, I was concerned I wouldn't be able to, he did it. And he didn't, he didn't know who the fuck I was, but he had time for me. And then when I got signed, I remember Booker T taking me to the side, you know, pulling my coat. I said, hey, bro, you know, I got my school down in Houston. And whenever you want, you can come in on your day. And I was still in developmental. I was getting called up to TV, but I was in developmental. And Booker T said, man, you can come on down and train with me. And when a five-time world champion takes a personal interest in you and says they want to help your career, you're an idiot if you don't take up that advice. Now, I've lived in Houston since, uh, what is it, about 2007 now or something about now, you know? And I live in Houston because of Booker T. It's, it, so, I, and I got a baby mama because of Booker T. Uh, <laughs> or else I would have left Houston a long time ago. But Booker T literally laid down the blueprint for young black professional wrestlers. And right now there's a lot of racial strife going on. There's a lot of division in the country. And look, truth be told, things are different in the professional wrestling industry. It's just the way it is. So if, you want, if you're a black professional wrestler and you want to succeed in the industry, you can't be good. You got to be great. You have to be not just a little bit better. You have to be a lot better. You have to work way harder. And Booker T laid down the blueprint and showed 
guys like myself, guys like Shelton, guys like Kofi. Kofi just ripped off his hair, just like I ripped off his nose-stripping receiver's gloves. Same thing, you know. (laughs) He laid down a blueprint, and he showed us how to do it. And because of our friendship and your mentorship to me, I'm not just a better professional wrestler. I'm a better father. I'm a better man because you're an example, and I appreciate you for that, man. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.